Hey Siri, set a timer for one hour. All right. Hey guys. Hey, it's Nadia and Eli. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not me already messing up. Anyways. That's right. Already better than I was. Oh shush. Okay. <laughs> So, last week was Eli's week to plan out our topics. Oh, yeah. See, I did terrible at that. And we're still learning. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. Although, this time, we're not going to be doing something and then realizing that we're going to do something completely different. Yeah. Um, so, the for the first half, we're actually going to go ahead. I kind of just want to talk about it. I'm covering a crime case, uh, true crime so, I kind of just want to be able to talk about it and listen to music in the okay. background. And then for our second half, it's just kind of going to be us vibing, you know, having deep, intuitive conversations. You can't see, Ooh, but I did intuitive. quotation marks and a little shimmy like I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, for that part, um, we're going to go ahead and switch to Tetris. Tetris. Oh, forgot I can actually say that without getting sued. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, uh, you about ready to just jump in? Anything you want to say? Okay. I'm gonna hit play on the music and get started. Alright, what case are we covering? Okay, so, it's not a really popular case, per se. Okay. But it has become more popular within the past year or so because... Oh, is it a recent case? No, no. Oh, it happened sad. in the 19, <laughs> 1950s, but the case got a lot of popularity summer of 2020, July 2020, which we'll get into starting now. Okay, so the case I'm covering is going to be about Sequoia, which also, Never pardon me, that. pardon me if I pronounce some of these wrong. I, I tried my best. I really researched into it. I'm it's a true crime case a murder case? Yes, yes. Okay. He's a serial killer. Because I was like, killer. there's a, there's a lot of true crime cases yeah, yeah, yeah. that are So, Sequay um, was originally a gardener, and he was a veteran, but he in turn became famous for being a serial killer. Wow. And some, yeah, some people even credit him for being the first... Uh, more, I guess, current age serial killer in Thailand that has really been, like, you know, looked into, publicized, like, with our new tool, like, the mankind's new tools, you know, so he's kind of, like, the first case that we looked into with that. Okay. So, he was born in China, so he was, he's, he was Chinese, pardon me, and he served in the Sino-Japanese War, and which was sort of World War II era, to kind of put that in perspective for you. So, you know, you, you could call him a World War II vet, which, you know, Sino-Japanese, you know, Japan, kind of World War II. So it was World War II, but it was more specific to China. Inter- yeah, so in World War II, obviously, there were a lot of casualties um, for China and many Asian cr- countries, especially. They were kind of low on supplies, uh, yeah. low on people, and when they ran out of supplies or ran out of people to fight because, you know, their men were dying, they would just have to wait, you know, with a, their small group of survivors for... For um, more men, for more, like, um, what is it called? More men to come of age? No, no, like um, <laughs> tools, what is it? Supplies? Yes, supplies, thank you. Sorry! <laughs> <laughs> so they would just have to wait for more supplies, supplies including food, obviously. So, <clears throat> as people do be. Yes, yeah, so naturally, many of the survivors had to turn to you know, eating their deceased, eating their deceased to be able to and survive and, yeah, to be able to survive and, you, they ate dead people meat and their boots. Oh, dear God. And I mean, then, leather is edible. Yeah. People did used to eat, like, their leather shoes on boats whenever they were waiting for food. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> so they would have to, you know, engage in cannibalism to mm-hmm. be able to survive, to be able to live to the next day. However, many, a lot of the men that, um, it was, it was never publicized that a lot of these men engaged in cannibalism because, you know, you know it's scary. not a, it's, it's really not wildly accepted. And at the time, many people had sort of like the, this, ugh, like they looked down upon vets and people who fought soldiers, you know, <clears throat> and they would obviously look down upon them. Sorry about the noises, by the way. I'm eating boba. I also have boba, but I'm not as obnoxious. So sorry for headphone users. <laughs> R.I.P. to the people who think we're relaxing. <laughs> I don't know who gave you that idea. I really, really don't. Probably us, but Look you know we're not gonna talk about boba. it. Okay, stop. <gasps> Why did you do that? I just knocked a boba out of their straw and onto my mother-in-law. Their mother-in-law's beautiful, nice That's white blanket. That's my mother, not my mother Oh, their mother's. Yeah, sorry. Their mother's Your mother-in-law. blanket. My mother-in-law. Anyways. So, obviously, they would be looked upon, down upon even more if it was publicized that they engaged in cannibalism. But, um, Sequay didn't really have any family or anyone who knew him or, um, sadly, anyone who really cared for him. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, he was kind of a nobody, so it it was popularized, and whenever he, whenever his trial began and he was, you know, captured, they mm-hmm. kind of blew this up, this cannibalism thing, to portray him as this horrible, disgusting person. Oh. <clears throat> so, after the war, after he retired, he immigrated to Thailand, which is where... He began killing. He worked as a gardener, like a lawn care um, farmer. He did just all sorts of odd jobs. I'm sure those plants in the gardens were thriving. No. Off of the nutrients. We'll get into it. No, no. We'll get into it. That's what I was thinking at first. But he would bury the bodies in the gardens. But he would do all sorts of odd, odd jobs, you know, just to get by and... He mainly he mainly was a gardener, mm-hmm. so he was act. His years of being active were from nineteen fifty four to nineteen fifty eight. Only and four years. Yeah, only four years. Huh. Um. And within that time period, which this is a highly di- disputed thing, some people think he killed four people, but some people think he killed up to eight. So, I mean, honestly, only eight killings in four years is kind of shocking. Yeah. For being a serial killer, because that's only two per year. Yeah. And a Which lot of obviously still like, isn't great. Obviously, but... it's not great, but it's kind of shocking whenever you take into account. Well, now other I mean, serial killers. Zodiac killer, what you know, was active for what, like a ten year period. Well, yeah, I know, but it wasn't that many killings? And then there was. Um... I mean, he did kind of have thirty. <laughs> In ten years. That's only three per year, though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then there's also, like, you know, so on and so forth. There's... I guess it kind of also depends where you're located and how easy it is to kidnap people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he mainly targeted children, like young boys and girls, because... Oh, wow, I'm safe then. <clears throat> because... <laughs> oh, shut Young, young children. Shut up, okay? My bad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, because he said they were, well... Okay, um, I'm gonna do quotation marks. He said that he, um, would target, you know, young children mainly because obviously they're easier to lure out than a 30-year-old that's like, I'm not stupid. Like, I know what happens out in these here streets, brother. Mm -hmm. Okay, so sorry. (laughs) So, when he captured his, the, you know, his victims, he would disembowel them, boil their, boil their, um, intestine. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. At least well, uh, as far alive. as we know, yes, they were all alive when it happened. 
it's not like, no, I mean, obviously we didn't really have bodies to exhume because, you know, he ate them. Yeah. And naturally. Well, that would have sucked if they were naturally alive. probably ground up their bones and. Seasoning. Or, oh gosh. <laughs> it's, a new, it's the new kind of salt. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, he was, uh, at the end of his um, active years, Mm -hmm. which only ended because he was arrested in 1958, which is what, you know, pulled it to an end. So, in 1958, um, he was arrested by local Thai police, allegedly burning a body, burning the body of a boy, and... Why um, did he burn it, though? Cause That's what they said. If he was eating the rest, why did he burn that one? That's what they said. Hmm. Continuing on. Um, post-capture, his uh, trial period was about year, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So he, once again, allegedly confessed to the murders and to being a cannibal. Um... But, however, later, before pre-death, he rescinded his sentence for reasons unknown to the public. <clears throat> Obviously, that's just what we were told by authorities. Um, <clears throat> so, he was tried and he was sentenced to death. Um, and he was executed by a firing squad in 1959 at just the age of 32. Wow. I was expecting him to be just a little bit older. Yeah. Considering um, he had, he was like a former vet. Even if you saw, even if you were to see his pictures, he looks 60. He looks about 60. Yes. He's, he was skin and bones, like, missing all of his teeth. He looked like a very old raggedy man. Maybe he didn't ground up the bones then. Maybe he just... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <clears throat> so, his remains, after being, you know, gunned down, um, were preserved and mummified. So... He was oh, great. Used... We can go see a body full of gunshots. Ah, hold on. Oh, okay. Ew. Yeah, hold on. Okay. Hold on there. So he was used for medical testing in mm. Thailand before he was sent out and put on display for the public at the Sirarage oh, Medical my. Museum in Bangkok. They really did just say, here you go. <sighs> Speaking about... <laughs> You know, putting things on display. I, myself, wouldn't mind being put on display if it was for Arizona. Ah, which, by the way, I am currently drinking right now. A little bit of Arizona ASMR for y'all. Arizona? Please, I'm praying to God, sponsor me. You know, she told me she had this great plan for asking for a sponsorship (laughs) for this podcast, and that is not what I was expecting. Uh, Guys, please, please reach out to Arizona and tell them them that there's a desperate bitch that can kind of speak English. That really, really I mean, say them to... is a neo pronoun, so. Oh, cool! Nice. Never mind. And tell <laughs> them that I would please like to be sponsored by them. Thank you. Now, <clears throat> continuing on <laughs> with our, you know, story that, that I was, was supposed so to be talking stupid. about. <laughs> but it was so good. Uh, you cannot yeah. tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Okay. Anyways, so he, you know, rumors spread. He was talked about a lot, and everyone obviously feared him, and 
he became became such of a boogeyman of sorts for boogeyman. yeah for the people of China. Do you know what the boogeyman is? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was kind just, of. I don't. So well. Yeah, he became sort of like a, you know, tall tale, but obviously he was a real person and everybody knew that, which is what made this... Scarier. Yeah, just a little bit more, that much more eerie. So, parents, yeah, parents would threaten their children with him, with Si Kuei, and tell them, Si Kuei will come and get you, you know, if you don't behave. I wonder if I've actually... I think I've seen a boogeyman before. Uh... Probably not. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? But, um, and then a lot of people were living in fear of him. They really didn't, a lot of people genuinely didn't believe that he was actually dead. dead. Yeah. So they would travel. What they, oh, they, they would, okay. Yeah, so they would. I was like, did they just think the mummy was fake then? No, they would travel <laughs> then to he the. Said travel, and I was like, okay. No, they would travel to the Siraj Museum. Okay. Just to be able to see with their own two eyes that this guy really was dead. But even if you did that, how can you be sure it wasn't like wax or something? Big uh, we, I mean, we can't be the same way we can't be sure that. G- Germany has what are Hitler's remains. Okay. Fair, Unless the fair. body is presumed and, or er, um, resumed and tested. We really don't know these things. Scary. Um, very. Um, so humanitarian activists were kind of seeing that this, you know, this guy was on show for mm-hmm. about 40 years now. What is that? Yeah, for about, oh no, for about 50 to 60 years now, 62 years, I think, at this moment, but not any 60 years, there we go. Um, so they began campaigning for his remains to be removed from display. Um, because, you know, even if he was a serial killer, it, it is, really isn't respectful. Yeah, it's so disrespectful. It's really just a cruel asked. fate. And being Asia, the one of the main religions happens to be Buddhism. And, you know, Buddhists believe that until someone is buried, they can't begin the process of reincarnation. So their soul is, in essence, they trapped Si Kui's soul and prevented him from going on to his next life. No, well, that's even creepier. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, which is another thing um, that's widely believed in Asia is that, you know, you go on to your next life and your next life is what your current life was. So So you just continue? No, no. You, you know, you'll, like, if I die, I will be reborn, you know, as I will be reborn and born again as whatever it is I'm born at. So for Si Kuei, since he allegedly did all of these heinous, heinous crimes, then in his next life he would be reborn as most likely something pitiful, a, a worm oh, of sorts. Oh, so it would and be an effect. Would, yes. So what it you would did. Be, okay. Karma. It's karma. Karma. Okay. Yes. Next so, life would be karma. Yes, so reincarnation, you know, but a since little he, twist. Since he, well, that is reincarnation. Most people that believe in reincarnation also believe in yeah. the process of um, due karma. So, if you, you know, committed heinous crimes in this life, then in your next life, your life would, mm-hmm. you know, be as terrorist as the amount of terror that you. Um, you know, put on to like others in this life. That, I feel like I feel like the process of that would be if you did terrible things in your first life. Terrible things will happen to you in your next. Yeah, but like the same thing should happen to you. Yeah, but, you know, for some people, depending on your mindset, yeah. certain things may you know, have a 
certain effect on you differently than that same thing might have an effect on someone else. So we just, you know, which is obviously would be up to whoever you, or if you believe in it, it would be up to, you know, whichever God or just God that you believe in Mm -hmm. or um, overruler or or all-seeing being, you know? So, in 2019, their, um, their campaigns were heard, and he was, and the papers were signed for him to be taken, removed from display. Mm -hmm. And in July of 2020, so really not that long ago, last summer, is, is, um, when he was finally cremated at Wokbang Pratai Temple. Once again, I'm so sorry if I'm... so bad. (laughs) No, he was mummified. It's the same as embalming. That's why they they scoop out your guts, because that's really... That's the part of you that smells. Yeah, Yeah, and then, you know, resin doesn't really smell. Like, the butterflies that you encapture don't really smell, you know? Because there's things that you pour onto the body to prevent it from decaying or prevent it from smelling. I like how we captured a butterfly that one time still did nothing to the body at all and it's still fine. There really wasn't much we needed to do. Uh, yeah, but we didn't like capture it in resin. We didn't... Yeah, nothing. We just kind of squashed it and we put it in glass. We put it in glass. But it looks cute. Not even a shadow box. Looks pretty we, cute. Pushed, we pushed it into a frame. A picture frame. Yeah. Um, it was already dead, mind you, when we already oh, found, yeah, when we no. found it. It was a monarch butterfly, but, like, obviously you're not allowed to take a live monarch we, butterfly and take well, them in I mean, because that do be illegal where we are because it's our state butterfly. So... Yeah. We, like, it was already dead, like, for sure, for sure, and we took it home and put it in a picture frame. Yeah, plus neither of us, I don't think, would ever really take a live animal. For I would forgive myself. For the purpose of displaying it. Uh, I probably wouldn't take a live animal unless it was, like, hurt, hurt, and couldn't do anything for itself. Well, even if an animal was hurt, hurt... Thank you, Kitty, for putting your foot on top of my phone, right smack dab in the middle. Uh, <laughs> well, where I, my meant notes like, are. I meant like hit by a car, and there yeah. wasn't any of the other kind of animal around to help it. I'd probably take it to like or call animal control. Yeah, I would probably call animal control and say, "Hey, help this poor animal." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, continuing on. So, obviously, July 2020, that's pretty recent, um, which is what sparked interest in the case, sparked up interest in the case once again. And with this renewed interest, many people, you know, have kind of started questioning the, if he was given a fair and just trial, because a thing about Si Kui is that he spoke no Thai. None at all. And so he during moved to all Thailand his... and never understood anything any of his victims ever said? Well, he might have understood, but he didn't speak it. I mean, which isn't, you know... No, oh, so it's kind of me with thing. Spanish. I can understand bits and pieces, but I can't speak it. Yeah. For the life of me. <laughs> okay. Uh... So, during all of his questionings and during his trial, he had a state-mandated translator, which he had absolutely no say in whatsoever. And communication, so communication didn't go from him directly to, you know, the government or the government to him. It went translator, government, government, translator, and you know, or government translator to government, government to government mandated translator. Sus. So at it's the, like a game of telephone. Um, at the time of the trial as well, the Thai government, sadly, like men, many of the many of the world's um, governments, also um, were. Really, they were 
both anti-immigration hmm. and anti-Chinese. Well, that just makes everything better for him. Which he's Chinese, a Chinese immigrant, obviously. Yeah, so that just makes things great not, for him. It's not a great place, <laughs> and, you know, it's not 100%, of course not, that corruption wasn't in play. It most likely was when you, you know, taken all of the facts of the case and, you know, all of the things that were kind of roundabout, um, which I'm about to get into. So, in a photo that, like, while this case was being publicized in the newspapers during, during the trial, you know, during the period of time from his capture to, um, you know, his death and then his mm-hmm. mum- mummification, a photo mainly used to publicize his case, uh, he appeared to be snarling, you know, like, whenever people kind of have, like, the, the scowly look on their face that you can tell, like, they're just, they mean it to be like, I don't, I really don't give a fuck, like, genuinely, I will fucking kill you, I'm a cold-blooded murderer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he just, it was just, a, you know, it was scary, it was kind of a bone-chilling look. However, or, well, that's at least what the newspapers and the press passed it off as. Mm. It was later revealed that at the time the picture was taken, he was actually just yawning. Like, he was just yawning because they... Well, if someone yawns with their mouth open, like, you, you, you know, like, this is kind of, which, y'all can't see this, but, um, I'm about to show Eli just so they, like, the, ah, yeah, yes, so, like, you know, like, with your, imagine someone, so it kind of looked like he was talking, imagine someone yawning, like, you know, where their mouth was kind of crooked up to the side, and, like, their eyes are, like, open, but, like, not fully open kind of what is this called squinting squinting kind of but squint. not fully yeah like you know so he was actually yawning which not scowling as the press and the government had been saying um <sighs> uh, and earlier you'll notice i used the word allegedly when i was talking about his capture and how um, he had a, you know, the body of a dead boy that he appeared to be burning. Yeah, which, or as cooking. you remember, I said, that's kind of sus. Yes, which is one, which once is very suspicious. And two, more importantly, there is absolutely no evidence whatsoever that a body was ever recovered. That any bodies, in fact, were ever recovered. If he was burning someone in the time that he was caught, wouldn't there be a body burning? Yeah. Then a bot like, if that was true, there'd be a body to be discovered then, right? Or at least fragments of bones from... Something in the ash. Yeah, any... You know, but there. But or, if there was no body discovered, then how do they know he was burning a body and not just trash, or like that's anything what at all? Authorities said, or like anything at all. That's what the authorities said. That's what they had to go off of. Once again. So I, in other words, he might not have even been killing anyone. Yeah, he might have just been a poor Chinese guy. immigrant that wow. didn't speak the language, so was unable to get an education. And unable to really keep himself fully fed. And people just thought, hey, this guy must looks... Must be a cannibalist. Or, well, no. Like, people looked at this guy and thought, oh, he looks kind of like a creep. Like, there's nobody that cares about him. We have a bunch of these cases, cases that are unsolved. Why don't we just pin it on him? Yeah. So, wow. you know, which, which, you know, when you take a look at... Thailand's government at the time, who was extremely anti-Chinese mm-hmm. and anti-immigration, yeah, it kind of makes you think that, hey, this guy probably wasn't guilty. Like, they just... Saw it, cold case. Must they just him. thought, hey, this is a way to get, like, make us look cooler in the public eye. Like, let's just pin it on this dude. And also wow. at the lack of evidence. 
There is absolutely no evidence. There's not even It's all there's just not even photographic evidence. There's all it's all assumptions. Yes, there's Did not, not photograph um hold on. There's not photographic evidence of any dead bodies, of him being captured, of a burning body that they found. They didn't find any bodies. Um they found they found a couple skulls, I think, but no testing was ever done on them. For all we know, that could just be plastic random people that they random skulls that they just resumed and said, "Hey, here these these are these like kids that went missing. He killed them. Like, just believe us. He confessed to the translator that we mandated to him. That went directly to us." You know, so... Wait, so did he ever confess to any killings? Or do we not know? We, we don't the tra- know. Because the translator could have messed it up. The translator could have lied. It was yeah, a state-mandated... Which is what I meant, like, the translator could yeah, have lied Yeah, it could have been... Sta- wow. Like, yeah, so he might have been saying... He might have been saying... It wasn't Hey, me. I have I no clue what's going on right now. Like... <laughs> I'm just here. Yeah I, ate, yeah, I ate the arm of a dead guy once, but I was... A so soldier, did everyone else there. Like, we all did. <laughs> How was I supposed to survive? Like, you know. Wait, but... so did they ever find out if, like, the skulls that they, like, allegedly found that were connected connected to him were real? Were they real skulls? Uh, no, there's a lot of legal proceedings that you have to take before you can, you know, resume something like that and have it tested by someone non-government mandated so it was never confirmed that they were even like real human skulls no so it could have just been like realistic plastic or like yeah or one of the random like jane does that they had in the back john does that they just had in the back unidentified bodies or they went to their storage area and said, Hey, nobody's ever going to want these bones. Want to just use them? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, if one were to look at his mummified body as well, his mouth is agape. So, his mouth is opened as as if... When he was shot, gunned down by multiple men. No, like when he was gunned down by multiple men and then immediately mummified, it looks like he was saying his last words and they cut him off and shot him. Um, And in, yeah, in uh, the, in his body and what's, or what could you know, in what, um, I'm so sorry, I'm having a seizure. <laughs> um, so, in his body, when, after being mummified, you could see every single bullet hole. Okay, that's what I said. That hit his body. How many was it? Uh, you know? I don't know. I I think it might have been 36 or 46, so... Wow. Because it was well, that's how you know a lot of Asian countries used to do executions, which obviously well, I mean, every single country works, had terrible ways to, you know, to execute people, such as yeah. hanging, you know, um, electric, electric chair. chair, like, yeah, you know. So is it that now, just made it is it more worldly accepted now like to do the shot thing or is it like oh no they, is nobody does just, that anymore except yeah, for what is it know, now or is death row just not even a thing anymore <laughs> well no obviously death row yeah, is still okay. a thing I figured, in, in but a like, lot what of do countries people do now? um or just the just time. lethal shot well that's what i just said <laughs> or electrocution <laughs> is that not what i just said no you said Oh, do you mean gunshots? No, I meant the shot thing. Oh, yes, that's called the lethal shot. <laughs> okay. I yeah, knew it was so something much sharper with an L, but I didn't yeah, know. So, so it was just like the shot. People normally do the, or America I know a lot of people least. don't do gunshots anymore. Yeah, America, you know, mainly just does lethal, lethal injection okay. and 
um, electrocution, depending on, okay. you know, which the state place. you're in. Yeah. Okay. Depending where you are. Right. I figured, but I wasn't sure, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, a lot of people are actually, even now that he's dead and been cremated and finally put to rest, um, are trying to get him acquitted of murder because they're saying, how do we know? There's no evidence whatsoever. The only thing that we're going off of is government say so. You know, and it was... It was the 1950s, 1960s. It was... A lot of people in the world were extremely corrupt at the time. Mm-hmm. And if you wow. look at him, he's he looks like a fragile old man. Honestly, he looks like a gust of wind would knock him out. <laughs> would cremate him. Then, then he, yeah, he was, he was skin and bones. Okay, in you life. see, if someone's skin and bones... And life, he clearly wasn't eating people. Exactly, and life and <laughs> he was death. Eating nothing. And life and death. We just we, like he you was would skinny. Think. You'd think he'd have some meat on him if he, he was, was eating, eating people. If he had eaten four to seven people in his damn lifetime. Yeah, and not to mention, apparently he was he. he sorry, apparently he was setting someone on fire. At Where's the, the body? Where's caught? the photo evidence? Where's the body? Did he eat any of it? Because if that was a thing, then he wouldn't at be skin time, and bones right then. At the time, they could have done <laughs> tests as well to see. Because when you eat human, as a human, when you eat human flesh, it leaves a certain parasitic infection slash bacteria in uh-huh. your body. Yeah, so they could have pulled some of that, that out <laughs> and tested to see, yeah. hey, is this bacteria here? There's no records of him being, um, of him eating, you know, yeah, can eating um, his fellow soldiers while he was in war. Wow. Yeah, we're just going That's completely crazy. off of government say so. It's completely psychotic. Yeah, and even the people, the workers and employees in the museum, really didn't like that. He was being kept there because um, they all said that they treated him like he was family. Like, they treated him like he was, you know, an old uncle that needed to be taken care of. And, yeah, it was, and it was, like, killing them slowly that, you know, you know, it was the 2000s and... This poor old man that we aren't even sure did what the government said he did is being tormented even post-death. Wow. It's just so cruel. Even even to, even to if he really, you know, did kill mm-hmm. children, it's just such a cruel fate to be put on display and be tormented in your... In death... And have people yeah. day in and day out point at you, laugh at you, call you names, spread things about you that aren't true. Imagine, you know, post-death just being there and day in and day out people are pointing at you and saying, you know, fuck you, you're guilty, you're a disgusting foul being and you are just stuck in your mummified body in your glass case having to take it all and thinking, but I'm not. I've never even killed a fly. Yeah. I was just... Mm-hmm. I was just a gardener. I was just hungry. <laughs> I was just a gardener. I he's was probably just... like, the worst thing that I ever did in my life was taste a mint leaf. <laughs> yeah, he was probably... He's, you know, just thinking, like, hey, I don't, like... You know, screaming out. Just kind of being like, I, I, have, n- I have not... I've never killed anyone. I haven't even, wow. you know, eaten human flesh. I was just an immigrant. Like I'm just an immigrant trying to make and a living for myself, human flesh, unable to get an education. A lot of people around me did it too to save. It the was country. purely, purely for like to, to survive. Yeah, it was out Life of need and desperation. Wow, it's just immensely cruel. But um, 
you know, at least his body was laid to, to rest. and Eventually. Yeah, at least his body was eventually laid to rest. And um, the temple um, at Wat Bang Pra Thai, they, um, they did a lot of prayers over his body to make sure that yeah. he would finally be settled. And they cremated him and, you know, spread his ashes to make sure even if, you know, in life... Mm-hmm. He didn't, he wasn't treated properly. I feel like no one at all, no matter, like, what, well, I guess it kind of depends on what you believe in. But, like, for me personally, I feel like no one should be mummified unless they specifically ask to be mummified. I, yeah. Like, I, same, I, same with, like, a lot of bodies. I think like, that you... Like, I feel like you should get what you want after death, like, for your body. Like, you want to be cremated? All right, cool, you should be cremated. Yes, you want to be buried? That, you can be buried. Yes. You want to be buried next to this person? We'll bury you next to that person. Yeah, I, or if it's possible, you know? If, it, I if it's actually possible. I don't think possible. anyone should be, should, um, be giving a tormenting death. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone should be tormented in death. Yeah, I feel like... I like, feel like everyone a, should get you know, their say. Let a dead man rest. Yeah, like, like there's not a point. Yeah, even in doing personally, that to a dead body. Personally, even though I hate Hitler, and I'm sure most of the world does, and I yeah hope that one day all of the world will. Um, I don't think that he should his body and remains should be on display. I don't think so either. I don't think you should ever display. I don't think you um, should, think ever, you should display ever display a body unless, unless they, they ask asked for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just um, disrespectful know, like, um, to everyone. Yeah, Egyptian pharaohs, I understand. They specifically asked for yeah, that. Yeah, that's what like, Egyptians that's what believe. They like, that's as what much, they believed in. They want people to look at you. Like, they want to spread their beauty. Like, mm-hmm. I have so much, you know, like, you know, they want to be buried and mummified beautifully with all of their yeah you know um everything they own because that's what they've asked for specifically i don't think anyone should ever be forced into a fate yeah that me neither they didn't ask for um so now that i've kind of went over the case eli do you do you think do you that want to go into our, he was oh okay I feel like, I don't think he was guilty. I think it's possible for him to have been guilty just because of time period, location, and everything. But I don't think he was guilty. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible, definitely. I can't be sure of either because I wasn't born. I wasn't there. I wasn't alive. You weren't able to research it yourself. Um, I wasn't sure of anything. But I feel like just because of the lack of evidence and just lack of knowledge from everyone in that situation, I don't think he should have been charged for murder. Yes, same. I think he could have been put on highly suspected or watch but I don't think he should have been put on death row yeah or killed yeah I I personally I personally am kind of you know uncertain on it I just yeah I you know I can't really give an opinion because there's no evidence really for me to give an opinion on there's no evidence that he did it but there's no evidence that he didn't do yeah it. and then as also as an immigrant i kind of get the i hate immigrants yeah mentality that can cause people to be corrupt so i i can't say whether he was guilty or not but i can say i can say for certain i don't think he was given a fair trial and i do not believe that he should have been executed unless, until evidence, hard evidence was found. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say hard evidence um, because, you know, a lot of cases don't really have hard evidence to go off of. Just but, more evidence. 
than what they Yeah, had. I just wish there was really something that could have tied him to it. Other than just, oh, the government said he did it. He must have done it. Yeah. <sighs> uh, it's a cruel world. Cruel world. Yeah, did you want to go into our next sort of topic? Yeah, we can uh, go ahead and start our next topic now. Okay. So, our next topic is going to kind of be a, I don't want to say lighter topic, because it's really not, it's, it's still not. not really light, but um, this is just kind of going to be us, you know, talking about our beliefs, what we think, and then a couple different things just to, you know, kind of chill out so y'all can get to know get to know us a little bit better than just you do faces (laughs) not even faces not just voices voices. (laughs) (laughs) um so we're gonna be talking about which this ties in pretty well i think i think i I did good on that part um also we started playing tetris yeah we're gonna be playing tetris (laughs) yeah while we talk about this so we're just gonna be kind of talking about post-death, like, what we think that, what we think happens, you know, post-death, uh, our personal beliefs, and I'm also going to kind of talk about, you know, what different people around the world believe, a few different religions, because I, I personally really, really like, and I really enjoy talking about, I like hearing about it, but, like, I don't get told, like, what other people around the world believe and very often so it'll be pretty interesting to me yeah i i like absolutely love it um i'm very into it so i kind of want to start this off it's if it's okay with you eli you know i was was assuming that you were going to (laughs) no i meant um i kind of want to start off with you know kind of telling them what our personal religious beliefs are. Okay. That, are you okay? Uh, you can go ahead and go first because mine is a little bit. Okay. Wilder. Are we talking about like all of our belief or like just what we believe happens post well, death? Um, you can go ahead and like state your religion and then talk about post death. Okay. So my because part- I think what we believe in can be a whole episode in itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is kind of a good idea. We should do that sometime. Did you want to do that next week? Okay, we should not talk about this right now. Yeah, no, definitely not. (laughs) So sorry. Sorry. (laughs) So, so, so sorry. Okay, so my religion is Christian, but not super religious. Okay. So I... After post-death, I believe... We do go to a heaven, another world. Mm-hmm. A post-life, per sort. Yes, a post-life. Not specifically reincarnation. Yeah, no. I think it's like a whole different earth, per se. Mm-hmm. I think it's a whole different world, and I do believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And I believe that everyone goes to heaven, but... I don't believe that everyone in heaven inherits the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. I know that's like kind of hard to understand because most people like put Christianity and kingdom of God as one and just everyone who goes to heaven goes to the kingdom of God. God. Mm-hmm. I believe it's kind of like two different places per se. Like, I think heaven is, like, this magical place, but then there's the kingdom of God, which is, like... In the middle of that, per se. Yeah, in the middle of that land, where it's just... Honey flows, like, as water. You just... It's never... Like, it's never ending. It's everlasting life. Mm -hmm. I, I do think that there is a trial for who gets to go to either the kingdom or just heaven. Uh-huh. And I do believe in... I can't exactly remember what it's called, but I think it's called the white judgment and then mm-hmm. regular... Or the white throne judgment is what I'm pretty sure it's called. And then 
regular judgment, which the white throne judgment is judgment on non-Christian or or not not necessarily non-Christian, but not Christ followers. So people who believe in a different God than Christ or a different Whoa. being than Christ. So that's basically like what I believe in. I believe in both of the judgments. Okay. Um, is there anything else you want to say kind of touching on those things? Not really. Okay, well, uh, I guess I'll get into your my belief. stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which I don't think we've ever actually had this conversation before, so. Yeah, I was never, yeah, we haven't had this conversation. I was never sure if, like, you wanted to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't have a religion. I am actually a theist, or, um, deist, so sorry, pardon. Um, I'm a deist, which means that I personally do believe that there is a god, or there is a, you know, higher being above humans that, you know, um... So, personally, I, well, okay, so let's, I'm, okay, so I'm a deist with Christian and, Christian, Hindu, and Buddhist, actually, I kind of, actually, I kind of dabble in everything, I guess, kind (laughs) of kooky, I guess, but I just don't believe in a specific God. And it's not that I, it's not that I've just, you know, never looked into it, obviously. Like, I've looked into it. I'm pretty, uh, I would like to say, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty educated. I'm pretty, pretty knowledgeable on, you know, religions and their beliefs because before I made the decision that, hey, I think that I'm deist. I believe in God, but I don't believe in a specific God. I, made sure that, like, you know, I looked into it so I wasn't just making this bold statement and, you know, just being quirky. Um, (laughs) So, like, I've looked into Islam, Christianity. um, I, my parent, my family growing up, my family still are Hindu, and I was Hindu growing up, but I, you know, obviously kind of questioned that. I'm obviously no longer Hindu. Um... Uh, so on and so forth. I've, yeah, I've looked into a lot, like, everything, honestly. But that's, like, a whole nother thing for another day. But if anyone ever has a question about, like, you know, other religions, like, literally, they'll (laughs) come to me. Like, my fiancé literally comes, like, everybody does. Because they're like, okay, you want to fucking know something? Talk to Nadia. And I'm like, yeah, talk to me. <laughs> so what do um, you believe happens post death? Post death, what I believe happens is that I believe in both reincarnation and heaven. Hmm. Uh, let me explain that cuz for some people, for a lot of people that's kind of like confusing, you know, like how do you believe in both of those as well. Yeah, like to a lot two of people, completely different things. Yeah, to you know? a lot of people that probably seems contradictory. Yeah. So I believe that people are reincarnated until God or, you know, a higher being decides that you've lived long enough, like you're an old soul, you've gone through many lives, it's your, like, resting time now, which is when I believe that people will go to their, to their soul resting place in, you know, terms of, like, well, not in terms, so, in other words, like, their heaven. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that there's a certain amount of lives that a person has, or is it just, like... In reincarnation? Yeah. Yeah. I think that before, you know, God, um, 
makes a soul or a life per se, mm-hmm. he kind of says, uh, you know what, I'm gonna, you're gonna have 83 lives, like, or you're gonna have 193, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I believe that a person lives through those lives, and at the end of those lives, the, um, they uh, go through not really like judgment per se, but they have to, you know, kind of face God and own up to what they've done and depending on what they've done, how they've treated those around them, um, that's when God will decide where they go and what happens to them. Hmm. So for the people that, you know, obviously do good and have consistently done good, they, they'll, um, you know, go to heaven, which will be whatever whatever they like whatever makes them the happiest and if they've done consistently bad then they'll go to a hell per se where you know they'll constant torment uh, not per- t- constant torment per se I find that as kind of like a harsh hmm. and you know I like I just personally you know, I think that they would that makes be... Sense. Yeah, I think that they'd be there until God finally says, okay, you know, you've, you've so been kind punished of like a for jail. your sins, and you've owned up to them, and you've finally, like, truly, um, like, you've finally, truly owned up to your sins, you've, you finally admitted that you've done wrong and you are apologetic for it, mm-hmm. at which point I think God will either say, um, you're gonna no longer be tormented, like, you can go to heaven, or, you know, God will either say, hey, you can go, you can go to heaven, but you're not going to get, like, the treatment that everyone else does. Heaven will not be your wishes. It'll It'll be be, what you get, basically. Yeah. Like, it it won't be specifically, you won't, you, you won't be tormented, but you won't be treated as royalty either, per se. Hmm. Yeah, so, um... For me personally, my heaven would be, you know, myself with um, everybody I love and living out the rest of our days, you know. So, in that sense where it's everyone that you love, in your heaven, would it be a recreation of everyone because everyone has a different set lives? Or would it be... It would be you and those you knew. Yeah, but so since, since everyone... Me, since no, ev- okay. Yeah, I know what you're asking. Okay. Um, so my heaven would be, you know, me, my parents, you, Blake, like, our family. So Blake is my fiancé, by the way. Um, my brother. And their brother. So that, you know, it would just be all of us and everyone would just get a piece of their souls to be split up, you know? Ah. If that makes any sense. So, like, if you have a life that you enjoy so much more with, like, people that you would like to be with, but you also want to be with us, or you want to be with, like, every... You want to be, you know, with each of your lives, you would be one consciousness split to be able to, like, be with everyone you'd like to be with does that i i understand that like i understand what you're saying but what if what if one person asked for let's say me in their heaven but i didn't but somebody else asked for me in their heaven when i'd like 
got sent there. Would it be like my consciousness split? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, did you say you you didn't want to be there? Yes, if I didn't want to be there, but somebody asked for me to be there. Then, um, 